Today on the newscast, the Iranian regime threatening to attack Americans on American soil. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to New York City. I am in the Big Apple at TBN studio here as we are recording a very important upcoming special, The State of America 2022. As you can imagine, there's a whole lot to talk about when it comes to the current state of the United States. It will air on TBN at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on January 20th. You will not want to miss that. We're recording some great interviews today. As a matter of fact, interviewing Reverend Franklin Graham shortly, so very good stuff. January 20th, you want to see that. In the meantime, We've got a lot to talk about when it comes to the world's most volatile and strategic region. Yes, the Middle East. The Middle East never sleeps, including on the weekends. We had some major news develop yesterday, Sunday, January 9th, involving Iranian threats against the United States on the U.S. homeland. More on that in a second. First, a quick review of what's gone down over the past several days. Remember, Last week, January 3rd, was the two-year anniversary of the death of Iranian general and terror master Qasem Soleimani. We detailed that for you here on the newscast last week. You can check it out in our archives. The Iranian regime and its proxies across the region commemorating, almost deifying Qasem Soleimani with massive rallies and many statements uh, threatening revenge over his death. Remember, Soleimani was eliminated by the U.S. in an airstrike ordered by President Trump again two years ago, back in January 2020. And the Iranian regime just cannot let this go. Yesterday, announcing sanctions on 51 Americans, mostly former officials who worked for the Trump administration at the time the hit on Soleimani was ordered. Uh, one of the biggest names on this Iranian sanctions list was former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, former National Security Council official Victoria Coates, who you've probably seen on Fox News and di different outlets over the years. She was also on that list. And what it amounts to in the eyes of the current White House could be an assassination list delivered by the Iranian regime. More on that and the Biden administration's response uh, in a minute. But you might ask, okay, what does that mean, U.S. officials being sanctioned by the Iranian regime? Really, it's more of a rhetorical action for the Iranians, folks. They can't obviously, they're not going to deny a visa for one of these 51 American citizens who they listed on this sanctions list. Uh, there's really no economic uh, enforcement that Iran can put in place against these people as well. This is more of a, I hate to say it, a, a target list. That's what U.S. officials fear, that these 51 are now potential targets of the Iranian regime. Why do I say that? Well, bringing us up to the events of the weekend, I'm going to read it for you directly. A statement, when these sanctions were announced against former U.S. officials, a statement by Esmael Ghani. Now, he is the head of the Iran Revolutionary Guards Corps Quds Force, that elite unit of the Revolutionary Guards. He is the successor of Qasem Soleimani. So Ghani filled those shoes, and they were very big shoes to fill in terms of the Iranian regime, as we have seen over the past week. Here's what Ghani said. 
and talk about an escalation against the United States by the Iranian regime. And I quote, wherever it is needed, we will provide for the basis of revenge against the Americans from within their houses and by people by their side without us being present. Hmm. If wise people in America are found who deal with those who committed the atrocity of assassinating Commander Soleimani, this action will be much less burdensome for America than if the offspring of the resistance who know no bounds go themselves and take this revenge. Folks, what does this tell you? This tells you that Iran is directly threatening Americans on U.S. soil. What Ghani is saying is that from within their houses and by people by their side. Basically, he's calling on radicals who sympathize with the Iranian regime within the United States, here on American soil, to take revenge against uh, President Trump, Trump administration officials, anyone who was involved in the decision to eliminate Qasem Soleimani. There has certainly been an intent on the part of Iran over the years. I think back to 2011, 2012, there was a plot by Iran to assassinate the Saudi ambassador and the Israeli ambassador in Washington, D.C. Talk about a bold potential move. Thankfully, that planned attack on U.S. soil in D.C. was thwarted by officials. But last year, also 2021, and we reported on this on the newscast, an Iranian-American journalist based in Brooklyn who has been very critical of the Iranian regime, the regime plotted to kidnap her and bring her back to Iran to do God knows what to her. Thankfully, again, they were unsuccessful in that plan, but the intent has been there. And of course, think of the 1983 Marine barracks bombing in Beirut, 243 brave U.S. soldiers killed on the orders of the Iranian regime. Think of the past few decades in Iraq, hundreds at least of American soldiers killed by IEDs and other means ordered by the Iranian regime, specifically ordered by Qasem Soleimani, by the way. So the intent has been there. Here was the White House response, in short, by the National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan to this Iranian threat against 51 Americans on American soil, no less. He said, yesterday, Iran purported to impose sanctions on 51 Americans. They do so as Iran's proxy militias continue to attack U.S. troops in the Middle East and as Iranian officials threaten to carry out terror operations inside the United States and around the world. Sullivan went on to say, the U.S. will protect and defend its citizens. We may disagree on policy, but as Americans, we're all united in defending our citizens and uniting against threats. And the most important takeaway here is that he said, should Iran attack any of our nationals, including any of the 51 people named yesterday, it will face severe consequences. Yet, when we talk about consequences, American diplomats are still in Vienna right now at the negotiating table with Iranian officials trying to revive that disastrous Iran nuclear deal. Now, they're not exactly at the table face to face, remember, one of the stipulations given by the Iranian regime is that U.S. officials can't be in the same room with their Iranian counterparts. So they are indirect talks in Vienna from a U.S. perspective. But Britain, France, Germany, China, Russia are all face-to-face -face with their Iranian counterparts. But first things first, when it comes to severe consequences, 
the most severe and most effective consequence would be for the U.S. to pack up its bags right now and to leave Vienna to kill these insane uh, charade nuclear talks now and walk away and say enough is enough. But sadly, that's not happening. The Biden administration can talk about severe consequences, but as we've detailed here in the newscast many times, they are hell-bent on reviving that disastrous Iran deal. And even these threats against Americans, direct threats, have not persuaded the Biden White House to walk away from the, the negotiating table. So it's tough to take threats of severe consequences seriously. Uh, it seems pretty toothless when you consider the Vienna talks ongoing. And then, of course, when you consider the Afghanistan effect, what went down back in August 2021, the disastrous U.S. withdrawal, the way it was handled, uh, leaving Afghanistan, and the message that sent to the likes of the Iranian regime. Remember, the Biden administration also threatened severe consequences against the Taliban and against ISIS-K in Afghanistan, and we didn't really see that develop. So Iran is saying, okay, America, we don't really take you seriously, and your threats of severe consequences, we're going to keep pushing the envelope we're emboldened, we're empowered, we'll keep pushing the issue. What does all of that mean, folks, as we wrap up? A very dangerous time uh, here in the U.S. and across the Middle East and around the world when the leader of the free world is essentially MIA, when the most radical rogue regimes like Iran are on the march. Hey, more on this tomorrow, I am sure. We're keeping a very close eye on it for you. Remember our newscast here Wednesday January 12th, between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Bring your questions for our Q&A session. Until tomorrow, thanks so much for joining us from New York City. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.